It is Chef Damon, and welcome back to the Church Kids Stories Cooking Show. Tonight, I have selected a very rare and wonderful story I know you will love. It is rich and wonderful, and it is so good it brings a tear to my eye. Bon appetit! Uh, <clears throat> thank you, Chef Damon. Uh, hi, Church Kids. It's regular Mr. Damon, and I, too, am stoked for tonight's story. As you know, season four and a half is a collection of some of my favorites. In tonight's story, Philip meets a very mysterious and important man in the middle of the desert. And what happens next proves Jesus loves every person, no matter where they are or what they look like. Enjoy! It's Mr. Damon, and I'm so thankful that we get to talk together again tonight. Because, you know, when I think about it, you are so cool! You're rad! And I'm so glad that we get to be friends. Do you realize just how important and valuable and special you are? It's true. It really is. There is no one else like you on the face of the planet because God made you unique and special. He made you you. And to think that I get to be your friend is literally one of the coolest things to me. So, are you ready for our bedtime story tonight? I hope so. Snuggle in because here it goes. Last night, in our story, We learned about how God showed Peter that no one person is more important or valuable than another person. Our skin color, languages, heights, hair color, money, clothes, whether we're a boy or a girl, none of it makes us more or less important than someone else. Jesus created each of us in his image exactly the way that he wants us to look and to be. You are perfect to God. He thinks that you're beautiful, a masterpiece. And best of all, Jesus wants everyone to know how much he loves them. Well, when Peter and the rest of the Jesus followers found this out, they began to share the good news about Jesus with everyone who would listen. Everywhere they went, the Jesus followers told people about God's love. And one of those Jesus followers' names was Philip. One day, while Philip was hanging out, checking his phone, okay, maybe they didn't have phones back then, but you get it, but he's just hanging out. All of a sudden, an angel appears to him out of nowhere. Poof! And the angel's like, sup, Philip? And Philip's like, sup, angel? And the angel's like, God's got an adventure for you to go on. And Philip goes, cool, where am I going? The angel says, well, grab your sunblock because God wants you to leave Jerusalem and walk down the road that goes out into the hot desert. Philip says, rad. Angel says, deuces. And bang, is gone. And so Philip grabs his water bottle, his sunglasses, and smothers his nose in pink sunblock and says, see ya, and heads out the door into the desert. And after walking for a while, Philip squints his eyes. 
because off in the distance, he can see a small cloud of dust, and it seems to be coming towards him. And the longer he walked, the bigger the dust cloud became. Suddenly, he could hear the pounding of horses' hooves and the rattle of chariot wheels. And when Philip saw what was making the dust cloud, he said to himself, Whoa! This was an awesome, huge, expensive chariot that obviously belonged to someone with a whole lot of money. Now, it doesn't say this in the Bible, but I'm pretty sure that it was a Bugatti chariot with solid gold rims. Maybe. Well, this chariot belonged to a powerful government official from the country of Ethiopia. Ethiopia is still around today, and it's located on the east coast of the continent of Africa. And a big team of big brown horses were pulling the chariot down the dusty road. And as it raced by, Philip looked inside and saw the Ethiopian official sitting in the back reading. And the moment Philip saw the official, the Holy Spirit spoke to Philip and said, Quick, catch up with the chariot. Done, Philip said. And he started running after the chariot. So here's Philip running down the road after the chariot. And the chariot's rolling in towards town. And when he caught up with the chariot, he could hear the important official reading the Bible to himself. And he was reading about Jesus. When Philip heard that, a big smile spread across his face. So he's running next to the chariot. He looks up at the man and yells, Hey! Well, that startled the man in the chariot, and he looked down to see this funny guy wearing pink sunblock on his nose, wearing sunglasses, running below him, next to the chariot. Do you understand what you're reading? Philip yelled up at the man. No, the man said. In fact, I'm confused. Who is this person in the Bible that the Bible's talking about? I need someone to explain it to me. I can help you with that if you want. Philip said with a big smile on his face. Absolutely. So the Ethiopian official invited Philip to climb up into the chariot and sit down next to him. And there, starting in Genesis, Philip began to tell the Ethiopian official how every single book in the Bible points to Jesus. He showed the man how sin ruined our best friendship with God and how Jesus had to come to the earth and he had to die on the cross and then come back to life to rescue us. He told him about water baptism and about the gift of the Holy Spirit. As he listened to Philip's words, something came alive on the inside of the Ethiopian official's heart. Hearing what Jesus had done for him, and how he could be rescued from sin by Jesus' death on the cross made the man so excited that he yelled, I want to say yes to Jesus. Look, the official yelled, and then pointed outside the chariot. There's a small lake over there. Can I become a Jesus follower right now and get baptized in water? Well, Philip said, do you believe that Jesus is the only God and that he died and came back to life to rescue you from your sin? I 
do, the man said. Then let's do it, Philip explained. The two men climbed down out of the chariot and walked out into the lake. The man's tears of joy mixed with the water as Philip baptized him. And as Philip lifted him up out of the water, the man felt like he had been born a second time. He felt the weight of guilt and shame for the wrong things he had done in his life slide off of his shoulders. And in their place, he felt the unconditional love of Jesus fill his heart. And then something amazing happened. As the two men stood in the lake hugging, Philip disappeared. That's right. One second, he was there hugging the Ethiopian official, and the next, poof, he's gone. Because God took Philip and instantly made him appear in another town 34 miles away. How rad is that? When Philip realized what God did, he said, cool, straightened his sunglasses, reapplied more sunblock to his nose, and then immediately began telling the people in that town about Jesus too. Well, the Ethiopian official, he was left standing in the middle of the lake by himself, and he began to laugh out loud. He realized Jesus had used Philip to show him how much Jesus loved him. And now God's love would go with him as he traveled back to his home in Ethiopia. Jesus sent Philip into the desert to find the Ethiopian official for one reason. He wanted the official to know how much he loved him and wanted to set him free from sin. Do you know Jesus loves you just as much? It's true. It doesn't matter where you live or what bad things you've done. Jesus loves you. And just like that amazing Ethiopian official, Jesus wants to rescue you from sin and free you to live your life as best friends with him. When Jesus rescued Philip, Philip couldn't wait to share that love with others. Do you know that when the Ethiopian official arrived at home, that he began to share Jesus' love with his family, his friends, and co-workers? It's true. History tells us that that official was used by God to help many people in Ethiopia come to know Jesus too. And in the same way, when we experience Jesus' love and forgiveness, he wants to use us to help others know about his love too. Before we go to sleep tonight, let's do this. Let's just take a moment and let's talk with Jesus together. Why don't you say this after me? Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. And thank you for rescuing me from sin. Will you use me to show others how amazing your love is? Amen. Well, have a great night's sleep. Have wonderful dreams tonight. I can't wait to hang out with you tomorrow. And guess what? Tomorrow is going to be a wonderful day. Good night.